the Virgin Radio Pridecast, proudly supported by Disney Plus, full of stories and love for all. Quite a queer conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. Welcome to Quite a Queer Conversation on Virgin Radio Pride with me, Matt Kane. And me, Harry Glastone. This is the show that does exactly what it says on the tin. We're going to have a conversation, a chat, a huck, if you understand Yiddish, whatever you want to call it. I don't understand Yiddish, but I've just learned a new word. And we have, we are going to have questions to help us stay on track. They have been randomly selected for us to answer. We'll try and be as open and honest as possible, won't we, babe? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But to start off, here's a bit more information about us. Well, the first thing I should probably tell you is that we're a real life couple. We are indeed. You may know me from presenting the show Matt Kane Meets here on Virgin Radio Pride. In the past, I've been the culture editor on Channel 4 News. I was also editor of Attitude magazine. But these days, I mainly write fiction. My latest novel is called The Secret Life of Albert Entwistle. The one before that was called The Madonna of Bolton, which gives you a clue as to where I'm from. What a catch. <laughs> I've had my own business for about 20 years, uh, and I'm also a life and business coach, as you might be able to hear from my accent. I hail from sunny Cape Town, uh, but I've been in the UK for about 20 years. For anyone that follows Matt, you'll probably have seen my face all over social media. He tends to post more than I do about the goings on in our life, sometimes a bit too much. <laughs> Virgin, Radio. Virgin Radio Pride. You're listening to Quite a Queer Conversation with me, Harry Glastone, and my partner, Matt Kane on Virgin Radio Pride. Okay, so let's get down to business with our first randomly selected question. It is question number 25. Where is your dream holiday destination? Mm, what do we reckon? Are you going to go? You go first, babe. Okay, I'll go first. And no coincidence that we're on Virgin Radio, but my d- holiday destination is Necker Island, oh. <laughs> owned by Richard Branson, uh, which is in the in the Caribbean in the BVI. And uh, I happened to have a look at their website the other day. Hint, hint, hint. Uh, it's sunshine, paradise, sea, bungalows on the beach. They treat you like gold. It sounds like the p- kind of place I want to go. Well, can I say to you that, do you remember the first time we drove up to Bolton in the car when you were meeting my parents? We did, to pass the time on the way, the four-hour journey, we did um, a top ten, each of us, places that we'd like to go on yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah, I remember. South Africa was mine. I had always wanted to go. I'd always been intrigued by it. And... Um, we went after about a year of being together, didn't we? That's about right. I'm, I think you're with me because I'm South African <laughs> and for no other reason, to be honest. Not at all. You thought that. there were a few free trips to South Africa in the deal. <laughs> well, I've only, I've only had one so far, but yes, um, that did. That was part of the attraction. I can't deny it. I knew it. it. I knew it. <laughs> Quite a queer conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. This is quite a queer conversation on Virgin Radio Pride with me, Matt Kane, and my partner, Harry Glastone. All right, so question number 14. I love this question, Matt. Go on. 
What was your first impression of each other? Okay, right. I can help you. I can I can answer for you straight away. It was love at first sight. You clapped eyes on me and it was mad no, passionate No, no, no. Matt, Matt, the question is, what was your first impression of me? Not mine of yours. I'll, I'll do my own one. Thank you very much. Okay, right. So I'll just give our listeners a bit of context. We met. I was 44. You were 46. So mm -hmm. we'd been around a bit. We'd been single a long time. We met on Tinder. We did. Didn't we? And by the time we were having our first date, I'd already, by the age of 44, I had a policy that I'd had so many bad first days. I said, I wouldn't give a first date a Friday or a Saturday night, and I wouldn't do a whole meal. I'd just do a quiet coffee and see how it goes. So you could do a runner, basically, if, if the person wasn't for you. <laughs> yeah, totally. Makes sense, makes and sense. If the person, if the person you're meeting only expects to be with you for half an hour, 45 minutes, they're not even going to see it as being a runner. So they're not gonna, you're not going to hurt their feelings. Anyway, we met in a coffee shop near where my flat is in North London. And I'd been for a long walk with a friend that day. I came in in a tracksuit, I seem to remember. Uh, oh, don't worry. When we get to my first impressions, <laughs> I'll have the full details. <laughs> anyway, um, what was my first impression of you? I thought you seemed nice. We'd already been chatting a lot online. There was a warmth there. There was a gentleness. You seemed slightly nervous. And um, I think you let slip that you had wrecked the venue, at which point I thought, oh, this one means business. Brilliant. Right, tell us about falling in love with me at first sight, Ben. Well, I can't say that was the case, but let's discuss it anyway. <laughs> so, so we agreed to meet up on our date in North London, and I'd never been to the area where you lived before, so I did the day before go on a recce to find a nice place for us to meet for that quick coffee in case it all went terribly wrong. And uh, I got there first. I was sitting in this cafe, and you walked in all in one black tracksuit <laughs> with trainers and your Ray-Bans in your hand. And I thought to myself, boy, where has this guy come from dressed like that? Anyway, as it turned out, you'd been for a walk with one of your friends, and we seemed to get on. I remember distinctly halfway through the conversation, you got up and kissed me on my forehead. And I thought, oh, oh that's very sweet. So my first impressions of you were or the same as, uh, as what you said about me. Warm, fun, interesting. And you then invited me for dinner. So it can't have gone too badly because I got past the first 45 minutes. Quite a Queer Conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. You're listening to Quite a Queer Conversation with me, Harry Glastone, and my partner, Matt Kane on Virgin Radio Pride. The next randomly selected question is, how and when did you come out? Um, so with me, I came out to my fr close friends at 18, started coming out to wider social circle. Um, by the time I got to university, I was out from the start. And I told my siblings in the first year of uni and in the second year of uni, in the Easter holidays, my mum and dad were going to Ireland for a few days, tracing my dad's roots to County Clare. And my brother and sister weren't going and I remember thinking, this could be my chance. Why don't I go and I can tell them and we sat down on the first night in the oldest pub in Dublin and they were talking about my sister's upcoming wedding. They said something about my brother and I one day getting married and in those days gays couldn't get married so I didn't for a second imagine that I would and my way of opening up the conversation was I'm not going to be getting married. Um, so that's my story. Anyway, tell us your story, babe. Oh, mine's very different to yours because, as you know, I only came out in my mid-40s. 
Um, so my story is that I had some relationships in my teens and 20s with, uh, with women. Uh, didn't really find it was for me and so figured that I just wasn't a relationship type of guy. And so closed off that element of my life. Um, and it, it lay dormant for about 20 years. And then somewhere along the line, I was answering a bunch of questions for someone and they were asking me about my family and my history. And one of the questions they said to me is, are you straight or gay? And I stopped for a second and I thought, hmm, that's a really good question. I don't really know the answer to that. And that's what started the process of me, of me identifying as a gay person. So because I, I, I had thought all along, I just wasn't a relationship type of person. And what it turned out to be was that I didn't like relationships with women but I didn't see that that gay was another option at that point in time. So when you were growing up, I mean, I'm asking this as if I don't know the answer, but for our listeners, when you were growing up in the Jewish community in South Africa, did you, were the only gay people you ever saw in the media or in real life kind of flamboyant, effeminate queens and you thought, I might fancy men, but that's not me? No, I just thought, you know, when I was growing up, gay was flamboyant. That's exactly what you've described, flamboyant, camp, you know, like the, the Liberaches of the world. And, and you know, there, uh, there were a few of them around in, in the circles that, that, that we, we lived, but they just, I didn't identify with them at all. So to me, that's what gay was, and I wasn't that. And only much later on when the question was asked, did it all suddenly click? And I was like, oh, that's what this is all about, right? And, and it didn't take me very long from that point to, to come out because everything just clicked into place. I think also when you come out in your 40s, you, you're, you're much more aware of who you are than when you come out in your teens or your 20s. And so, you know, you know my mother lives in South Africa, so I, t- I had to tell my mother over the phone that I was gay. Um, but, but, you know, we have a very good relationship and it wasn't terribly hard to do. And then I went around to each of my friends face to face and told them that I was gay. And they all reacted exactly as I expected them to, which was nothing but happiness, right? That, that I'd found my place in the world, you know? Quite a Queer Conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. This is Quite a Queer Conversation on Virgin Radio Pride with me, Matt Kane, and my partner, Harry Glassstone. The next question is, what is the thing that you argue about most? <laughs> oh, who says that we argue, Matthew Kane? <laughs> I think that for a question. Matt, shall I start? Off you go. I don't know if listeners can pick up on this. I always talk very quickly. I'm always got, I've always got lots of energy. I like to keep busy. I like to be very active. We sometimes move at different paces, and particularly at weekends because you run your own business and you're you like to kick back a bit at weekends you like to lie in you like to relax oh you and you have a need to relax more than i do and actually i don't know if we argue about it now sorry so in terms of the question what do you argue about most we did have to adjust to our different rhythms didn't we but um what do you think do you think we argued about that at the beginning i think we did argue about that at the beginning because like on the weekends i like to just as you say kick back relax lie in bed what with a cat Watch my iPad, have a cup of tea. And what do I call it now? You call it Harry time. I say you're having your Harry time. Uh, Whereas you like to, when you wake up, pop out of bed, make a cup of coffee. And and when Matt drinks a cup of coffee, it's like, go, 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 (laughs) go. And uh, water the plants, empty the cat's litter tray, go shopping. It's just like craziness. I mean, this is a Saturday we're talking about. It's definitely downtime. And so so our rhythms are different on on a weekend, right? Yeah. And and so it did cause a bit of friction in the beginning because you wanted to get up and go, and I didn't. 
didn't. But actually, just hearing you talk about it like that, there's always things in, a, in any relationship that you don't do together. What I've started to do is recognise that you need more Harry time and um, I get jobs done in that time or I do the things that we're not going to want to do together, don't I? Absolutely. I, I think we've found a rhythm with it. Absolutely. Without jinxing it, I don't think we've had the biggest blowout of all blowouts yet. Uh, I think that joy is still to come. <laughs> um, uh, but but uh, we tend to argue when we're tired or, or stressed more yeah. than, about, than about proper things. Quite a queer conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. You're listening to Quite a Queer Conversation with me, Harry Glastone, and my partner, Matt Kane on Virgin Radio Pride. Can I just say, Harry, while you were talking then, I was transfixed, but my eyes did um, flit onto the next question. Ah. And um, I slightly gasped when I saw it. The next question is, what do you think of open relationships? Ooh, <laughs> that's a bit of a question that comes out of left field. What do you think? Do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. I'm very happy for you to talk about the fact that our relationship is closed and monogamous Go yeah on. our relationship is closed and monogamous so we we, we had a discussion about this actually uh, uh, relatively early on um and decided that we did not want to have an open relationship but we also uh put a provisor in there like an insurance policy <laughs> in case you go off and want to play with other people matt at some point in time when you've had too much to drink it's not in case you want to it being sanctioned if one of us slips. makes a mistake yes. or slips it won't be the end of the world it was more that wasn't it? absolutely so what we said is we have a we don't have an open relationship if one of us happens to slip not on purpose because that's what a slip is right <laughs> um it wouldn't be the end of the world because we're secure enough in our relationship to realize that it's not a slight on the other person but it's just uh, uh, something that unfortunately happened at that point in time. So so what it does say to, in my mind is that is that open relationships is not a one or zero game, right? Yeah, it's so, a spectrum, isn't it? Yeah, we're slightly off the, the one. Yeah, can I just say, this doesn't mean you've got permission to go and have sex with every skank in London. Far from it, it just means that, you know, if one of us makes a mistake, it won't be the end of the world. And I have to say, we'd both been single for long periods before we got together, and I'd had periods of promiscuity um i'm not going to speak for you so i was good as gold man <laughs> but um it did you you know you do worry am i going to be able to do this and actually the pressure's off if you've said if you make a mistake it's not the end of the world but also having a isn't having a closed relationship kind of heteronormative because we're mimicking what our our parents and the the couples around us are doing rather than making our own rules although we kind of had made our own rule by saying if we slip it's not the end of the world right well one thing i love about being in a same-sex relationship is there aren't rules in quite the same way and and actually what i was going to say was while we're on this subject if anybody's listening and thinking about this my piece of advice to anybody trying to work out whether they want one is dig deep and try and, and try and find out what you actually want and make sure you're not deciding to have a closed monogamous relationship because of the pressure to be heteronormative and a good well-behaved respectable gay mm. now that we're allowed to assimilate it doesn't mean we have to and actually if you want to play around and you have your rules then that's fine isn't it for some people absolutely you say good respectable gay like you can identify with that with that concept <laughs> matt i'm not sure that that's the truth quite a queer conversation virgin radio pride you're listening to quite a queer conversation with me harry glastone and my partner matt kane 
on Virgin Radio Pride. We've got another question. What's the one piece of advice you'd give to younger queer people? Why don't you go first, Matt? So what I would say is when you've been bullied or rejected growing up, um, you can be hypersensitive, defensive, as well as being down on yourself. You know, we can have low self-esteem. This is something that I understand growing up very obviously gay. And I can sometimes be oversensitive and defensive. And what I would say to younger queer people, the one piece of advice I would say, don't take things personally and you are good enough. That, that's very good advice. I'm going to put my, my coaching hat on here for a second. Go on. And say that for anyone that is uh, a younger queer, find an ally, find someone to talk to, right? Because, uh, you, you know... There are lots of people out there. They're easy to, easier to find these days. And let those people help you find comfort in, in who you are. And then, you know, if you're, come, if you're still going to come out, come out to people in your own time when it's right for you. Uh, you know, as I said, coming out for me was relatively easy, but I know some people live in different environments where it's not as easy to come out. And so find an ally, find someone to talk to that can help you work through those issues so you know when to come out, who to come out to, how to do it. You know, they can pass on some of the experience. At the end of the day, for each person, they've got to come out at the right time for themselves. Quite a Queer Conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. This is Quite a Queer Conversation on Virgin Radio Pride with me, Matt Kane, and my partner, Harry Glastone. All right, our next question is, what is the most romantic thing you've ever done? <laughs> I'll go first, shall I? Yeah, go well, on. that's when I asked you to marry me. Oh, yes, you did. It was between the two lockdowns, and I know you love the beach, so I packed a little picnic hamper and off we went to Frinton on the East Coast. Yep. And I asked you two questions. Do you remember what the questions were? Is this too far to come from London for a day trip? Tick. And, oh, then you asked me to marry you. That's exactly right. <laughs> and you said yes. And then out of my pocket, I pulled my £8.99 Amazon ring. You did. And put it on your finger. And I said to you, if this one doesn't fit, I've got five other sizes in the car. <laughs> but yes, that was totally romantic. And funnily enough, when I saw this question, I don't think I'm that romantic. I think I'm very emotionally expressive. Um, I do, I'm not given to big, grand gestures. You know, so I will wake you up every morning with your cup of tea and I'll whisper in your ear that I love you, don't yeah, I, babe? Yeah, you do. That's how I wake you up. But um, I'm not sure that's romantic. It's just very emotionally expressive. Actually, you know what I've just thought while we're on this subject? I once said to you when we were lying in bed one Sunday morning having some Harry time together, I once said to you, wouldn't it be nice if you told me you loved me every day? And, and do you remember what you said? I said, I love you, 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 I love you. That's me done for the next seven days. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Quite a Queer Conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. You're listening to Quite a Queer Conversation with me, Harry Glastone, and my partner, Matt Kane on Virgin Radio Pride. The next randomly selected question is, what does Pride mean to you? Why don't I quickly go... Okay. Because I'm I'm only going to go first on this one because I'm often asked this in interviews and stuff in journalism when people say, why do we still need Pride? And it's ended up becoming this total patter that I... um, that I trot out, and I, I'm actually going to try and make it not a pattern now. Um, the f- <laughs> there's four reasons. First is to celebrate the progress we've made. Second, to push for further progress, particularly in the areas of trans acceptance, and still the pockets of homophobia that we um, 
have. I mean, that awful case where that doctor in Cardiff was beaten yeah, to death. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so it's pushing for further progress. It's paying tribute to the heroes of the past. You actually already touched on that when you yeah. were talking about why you were able to come out later in life. And it's for me to send out a message of hope. In this digital world, it's different from when I was growing up in Bolton in the 80s and when you were growing up in the Jewish community in Cape Town it's um, different now messages of hope can travel online so I think Pride for me going to events doing this kind of thing on Virgin Radio Pride it's about sending out a message of hope to all those people living in countries and cultures where it isn't accepted or isn't even legalised to say things can get better it's not always going to be like this what do you think? Absolutely. Well, well, I mean, as you said, I came out later in life. And literally, I came out with my gay world being on my mobile phone, right? Yeah. It was all the apps and whatever I could see on my mobile phone. And so what Pride shows me is that there's a massive community out there of both both uh, queer people, but also allies. And so uh, we went on, on one of the Pride marches before the pandemic. And it just amazed me how many different people, charities, types of people there were, size, shape, color, ethnicity, different types of queerness, how many types of people there were, how many allies there were cheering people on along the sides, how many charities there were that did work for for, for the queer community, um, how companies support the queer community. To me, it was just an amazing opportunity to see the community that exists around championing queer people and uh, the, the the support that we get from other people and so that's what you so that's what pride means to you celebrating and acno acknowledging and celebrating and valuing the importance of community appreciating it absolutely and, and the other thing which i've already said earlier on was um about the the people that came before us the people that have made uh, uh, the joy that we experience on pride what it is today uh, it's because of things that people have done in the past that we can celebrate today and in the future. Uh -huh. Quite a queer conversation. Virgin Radio Pride. Harry, um, it's making me really sad, but we've actually got to, we've got to wrap up because we're coming to the end. So we've just got time to say thank you to everyone for listening to our Quite a Queer Conversation on Virgin Radio Pride. There are so many more to come, so do keep an eye on our socials. But for me and my gorgeous man, Harry Glassstone, we're going to say... Goodbye for now. Bye. See ya. Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio Pride. The Virgin Radio Pridecast, proudly supported by Disney Plus, full of stories and love for all.